Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 210 of the S&D Podcast Show. It's a sad day in Islander land. Um, at least it's over with, though. So now we can move on with our lives. Everyone could be sad for a week and then be whatever. Um, most Islander fans should be used to it. John Tavares has left the team to go home to Toronto. Um, so, you know, they'll have the I'm Coming Home video playing all summer. With him. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's been a while, so... What's going on, Danny? What up, Ben? Not much. Uh, dog days of summer are upon us. Uh, unfortunately, the sad news about Tavares going home to Toronto. A uh, seven-year deal. Uh, the Mets suck. The Yankees are kicking ass. Uh, football is how many days, Steve? Uh, training camp is, what, 25 days away? So it's so damn close for that, especially us Mets fans. Um, how's it going, Ben? Oh, this one hurts. I mean, it's uh, even, I mean, I was on vacation this week, so I spent a good amount of the past three days refreshing Twitter, waiting for something to happen. And then when it finally, even though you're pretty sure it was over after last night, it comes down this morning that it's officially over. Uh, It's tough to swallow as a fan base. This was your guy, our guy, everybody's guy. He was supposed to bring, you know, the greatness back to this franchise, and he did for... A few years they were brought back to relevancy and now uh he went home which i can't blame him for and i don't think anybody blames him for leaving the way it happened is up for debate i suppose um but besides that yeah things uh you know life goes on we are going to have andy graziano the great andy graziano on with us a little later on to go over it a little bit um you know we're lucky thanks to him for coming on with us of course taking the time i'm sure he's crazy busy with text messages and phone calls and different things working for wfan for the new york islanders so and er- and everybody yelling at him on twitter well it is all his fault you know well that's the i i don't like when people tweet at the beat reporters and yeah. say that they're lying or you know tell them to shut up or whatever they're just doing their job they're reporting things yeah exactly um yeah. baseball season's over um, yeah. Well, for us. Well, well, I've been watching the us. Yankees a lot more, for, but for us, yeah. As Mets fans, definitely sucks. Um, I can't wait for uh, Mickey to get fired at some point. Uh, yeah, but that that should be fun. I think he survives the season. 
Yeah, I think so too. But he survives the season. I I was always Oof. on the on the uh, on the side of, you know, you can't fire a guy. Especially you can't fire a guy mid year. Firing know. a guy after oh, one year is tough. Of course, of course, of course. But honestly, but he's making it really difficult. He is. It, it, the last few weeks have gotten the team doesn't help, but he has made some very questionable decisions. So, I the biggest issue. Is well, they you know we'll, we'll I guess we'll get into more later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Sandy Older, but you know a new GM might want his own manager, even though the, even if the GM is John Rico, that's a different story. But you know the three-headed gonna... monster. Oh, well, Maniah is bringing back the 20, 2016. Everybody, that's another issue. All right, so Leduca is gonna come back from horse racing. I don't see that happening. Well, he got into a fight with Andy Decomo the other day, so he can't come back. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, um, let's get uh, let's get into the lead off. We'll get into the 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 intricacies of the Mets and Islanders disasters after we talk to Andy. Who was the guy Dan asked us about for the Knicks? I don't know, but he signed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they they signed the guy that's been on the G League team last year and came up maybe like the last couple weeks. He got he got a million dollars to be. A two-way player for the Knicks, actually. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, what? The NBA is so weird. I, we're I don't gonna, get. We're it. gonna get into the NBA later on. Yeah, but, but yeah. let's go right into our leadoff. Leading off. All right, welcome back to this week's leadoff. Um, with it being free agent season, uh, we always will remember the LeBron James sitting in a in a boys and girls club gym. And then all of Cleveland burning everything LeBron James. So, of course, now with John Tavares leaving the New York Islanders, it's been all over about people burning a lot of things again. So, the question is, should people be taking, like, players leaving teams so seriously and personally? And I, uh, my personal opinion is no. Because at the end of the day, it's not up to me what a player does. At the end of the day, it's a life decision that needs to be made by the player. Um, what's going to be best for them, not just, you know, money-wise, for, but it's length, really, before money. Um, most of these players get extra deals and get free stuff. It's not like the money's the biggest thing that they're making. I've actually heard that hockey players are the least paid players in, in, in the world. And yeah, all, I believe And all it. their money is sponsorship money. Where they get all their big money is sponsorship money. So at the end of the day, it's not my decision about whether John Tavares is an Islander or not. It's up to him. It's up to his family to sit down and what's going to be the best choice for him being 20, being a little, like, what is he, like 30, I think? 27. 27. 27. So think about it. He's 27. He's got to figure out his future now. Or is he 29? I don't know. He's one of those two. Eight. He's 27. I heard 27. Okay. I, but still, I just don't think it should be taken so personally by people. I completely understand it getting taken, especially for, like, guys like us who, like, so much is invested in these, you know, so much of our daily, this is our entertainment. You know, people, some people watch TV, some people watch movies, some people read books, our entertainment that we choose to spend our time and money on is sports. And when somebody who, you know, plays for a team that you feel so passionate about 
seemingly leaves for... I mean, I can't say he didn't leave for a better situation, but especially in this situation, the way it was handled, in my opinion, wasn't great. I'm not a fan of, like, burning things, especially, like, clothing. Even uh, it, just on, like, per, on, like on uh, principle, give it a goodwill or something. Like, there's no reason to burn it. Just put it, don't give it to a homeless shelter or something. Somebody needs it but more than you do, than the fire does. So, just uh, taking the burning things I wouldn't do. Taking it personal, like, I'll be honest, I it, it, it hurts. Like, and even when players leave that it isn't your choice, like the other when the Packers cut Jordy early in the year, that hurt. So I, I'm fine with people taking it personally. You get over it, it takes a day or two, and, and you, you get over it. But the burning of things needs to stop. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's... I, I'm more agreeing with Steve on... It, it just looks stupid when it's on on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that other stuff. But I, I think where fans get mixed up, they forget it's a business, ultimately, unfortunately. Um, and teams will easily cut a guy. So it's it's just two sides cutting towards each other and it's it's a cutthroat situation. So with that, it's just like it's it's a sad day obviously, but you you, you got to be more m- mature and it's it's sad to see what people are saying on Twitter unfortunately. And it, it, it said it's calling him a fraud and everything like that. I know that's how people are grieving and everything like that, but Ultimately, he's going home, and more power to him because we all would do the same. And think about this: an NHL jersey costs two hundred dollars without a player. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're wasting money. And now, and now, and now you're going to burn a player's jersey that just cost you four hundred dollars. You realize you just basically took a pile of four hundred dollars and burned it. Yeah, I mean that. I wouldn't burn a jersey like um like our friend uh, brian compton tweeted out earlier today i'm like any or yesterday whenever it's all coming together uh, the last 24 hours um if you're gonna tweet me about anything about jt's health or anything or his fiance's health i'm blocking you it's like come on man yeah well that's over the top but you know people are doing that that's the sad and crazy thing about it um that's that's where sports gets crazy. Obviously, we all disagree about that, but it's just those fans are nuts. Like those, those those fans are the, the reason why most sports fans get the bad rap that they get. More call them a fraud all you want. Don't wish death on them or tell them to get hit oh, by yeah. a bus or something. Oh yeah, or get chlamydia the next time he cheats on his wife or something crazy like that. But did you actually see somebody say that? No, but I'm I'm just saying oh, okay. I'm I, I wouldn't. Say. Be I was about to say that. That was pretty <laughs> specific. <laughs> <to Twitter's> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just throwing. I out would not want to see Danny's Twitter if OBJ leaves. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> OBJ is staying still. All right. I loved how I called that a uh, home run at BP the other day. Granted, I was uh, going to be easy for him to do that. But Homer did that too. I know that's my point. I yeah. I was uh, I was uh, cherry picking on that. If he holds out, then I don't I don't want to. If he holds, honestly, I'm muting honestly, Danny on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, though, if Odell holds out, he deserves to hold out. I and I and I said that since pretty much his rookie contract. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna uh, change the opinion on you right now. If he holds out this year, stupid because if he's coming off injury. 
But yes. if we and franchise I, him and he holds out next year, then he's yes. just stupid. Yes. Agreed. Okay. But but honestly, I don't want want to see Odell Beckham on a preseason field, uh, preseason game until week one against the Jaguars. I I have a feeling. I mean, it didn't work for him specifically, but like Ryan Zimmerman didn't play at all in in preseason in spring training for the Nationals. I think he's had a crappy year, but I think we're going to start seeing more athletes do that. He did start off hot, Zimmerman. I know, but he said he's been crappy since. I, I think we're going to see more athletes. Like Aaron Rodgers, I think he played one snap in the preseason last year. After Jordy got hurt, they like banned the preseason for every every starter. So yeah, I, I remember be, I remember being at Monday Night Raw. My they, his injury ruined my Monday Night Raw. Other than other reasons that the, when we went to right. Raw last year. That's right. I remember that we were sitting right, so, there at the Barclays. It's always the Barclays Center when something goes wrong for me. it's always something involving the barclays center i couldn't go to wrestlemania why because green day was playing at the barclays center obj gets hurt where am i the barclays center so stressing about the nlds two years ago at the barclays started on that (laughs) we made home just in time that's all that matters we heard murph's from running the car on the way home true um, I think, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think many, I think there'll, there'll be more of an, an effort to not play in the preseason. But the only problem with OBJ not practice, well, as long as he practices, the only problem right. is we have a brand new offense. That's going to be the well, only outliner. It's a lot easier in baseball because you can do everything you're oh, going to yeah, do on the course. field on a practice field. You could yeah. go in a cage for three hours if you want. It's going to be tougher because like. What happened to OBJ could happen on the practice field. It's not, I oh, mean, oh, 100%. So it's, 100%. Uh, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, it, it's just one of those things, man. It's like you see if you follow Twitter and you follow all the athletes, when something like this happens and you listen to the countless interviews we listen to, um, they're just like us. And you got to think of that. It took me a long time to realize that, but... They're just pretty much just like us, but they're obviously blessed with talent of playing a professional sport and getting millions and millions of dollars that we'll never touch in our lifetime. But the owners are going to cut them, especially in the NFL, with no guaranteed contracts. They'll cut them the second they don't feel they're deserving of a contract. So I feel more of in a football aspect of things. I feel more... Uh, had for the NFL players than any other sport, but hey, it, it is a cutthroat business, and you, you just got to respect the player when they decide to leave, whether it's for the money or they're going home like JT. I will tell you this. I was petrified to see the viral videos of what would have happened if Eli was traded or released by the New York Jets. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a crazy day. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I would be the one that posted that picture of the jersey with the photo with the written out thing that said thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like they did with Wade, right? Who yeah. did, who who was that for? Wade. Um, it was there was Wade. There was also uh, I think some a couple people did for Paul George also. That Paul George, yeah, thank you. That's I, yeah, uh, another one. I feel most bad for Josh Bailey, to be honest. Like, well, yeah, of course. Well, I, and also, it's so, it's tough because he he definitely took a pay cut 
with the idea that they could use that money for him. He, if Josh Bailey's a free agent right now, he's getting a seven million dollar contract. There's oh, no yeah. doubt. Hundred uh, percent. How much is he making now? Because I don't five and a half. Five. Five, 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 five and a half. Like so I'm not yeah. following the Downers uh, right. religiously like you guys. Are so anymore. he gave up can't do it. probably a million, million and a half dollars per year. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> so to help with the salary cap situation. Yeah. He also that, did, they also didn't rough. expect the cap to go from like seventy to eighty, right? Also, yeah, that, that's that's a rough spot. But honestly, you gotta also feel bad for uh, Andrews Lee. So let's see what well, happens. With well, the his contract's up next year. I wouldn't be surprised to see them sign him now. Like, well, that's what Compton's next saying. Cup. Sign him, name the captain. Who? Uh, I would name Bailey uh, the captain. And no, he's saying and uh, that was Brian Coppin's idea was sign Lee and name him the captain like right away. Okay, and I, I you, mean, go, you guys follow the team more. If you whoever you guys feel would be the captain, uh, more I, power to you guys. I think it would be Johnny Boychuk personally, but that's just my opinion. Um, uh, I think he's been a captain already. I think he was the Bruins captain, or he was not. His, no, he was the zero. He was an assistant. He's still an assistant, I think. Anyway, um. Anyway, with that being said, uh, we'll let's take a little Andy. break, and we'll be right on with Andy to talk more about the Islanders. All right, welcome back to the S&D Podcast Show, episode 210. Well, the news has finally been broken. Twitter is blowing up right now. So why not bring on our special guest, Andy Graziano of WFAM. What's going on, Andy? Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. No problem. No problem. Uh, so it's finally in the news. John Tavares has decided to go home back to Toronto. Um, you get to kind of get some shut-eye a little bit now with people blowing up your Twitter. Well, they're probably still blowing it up. But at least it's a little bit of shut-eye. What are your thoughts? You know, I think it was, at the end of the day, a very personal decision for John and his family. I think that um, he he really did agonize over leaving Long Island. But at the end of the day, um, as a kid growing up in Canada with Maple Leafs memorabilia plastered all over your room, and then, you know, when you get to that point where you really think you might have a shot, um, who wouldn't want to jump at the chance to play for their hometown team? And I think that him and his fiance uh, were just, most comfortable in, in making that dream a reality. It was, he knew it was his only shot, his last shot at a long-term deal such as this. I'm sure he could have played out the string with the Islanders and then went to Toronto on a one-year deal when he's 36, right? But that really wasn't what he wanted. Um, and who knows, right? He goes to Toronto and Mark Messier's this whole situation, right? <laughs> and leads him to a Stanley Cup, like what Messier kind of did with the Rangers. He was brought into the Rangers specifically to win a cup, and he did. And he went down in Rangers lore for that. So maybe John Tavares finds himself in a similar situation. He's got plenty of support there, obviously, with some terrific young players and uh, stability and goal, which the Islanders don't have in Frederick Anderson. And I think at the end of the day, the the chance to go home was just too much for John to pass up at this point. And I think the Islanders, let's face it, with the season they had this year, um, don't think they showed him enough. Yeah, that's definitely seems like the the case. The one thing um, was reported, I think Staple tweeted it the other day, was that playing half the games at the Coliseum was a was a plus for him, that he wants mm-hmm. to play games there. Was the whole Barclays situation uh, 
like, would you think that was a big deciding factor of what had already happened at Barclays and the new building was kind of, you know, not a big deal? Or do you think the college, this, this half and half thing was a, you know, a negative for him? You know, I've never been a fan of the half and half idea. I think that me and some others who came out against it when it was first announced <clears throat> thought that it would be uh, kind of a circus, you know, playing half your games in one building. That's really, let's face it, AHL quality. Uh, at, at this point, and that's NYCD Live, and then playing half your games at Barclays, which isn't fit to accommodate a hockey team, and you have Brett Yormark pretty much toss that whole situation into the trash with how he handled it. Um, it was just a really, really bad situation for the Islanders, I realize. And, you know, John Shannon did report after uh, the contract was done and final that it was a factor in a negative light for Tavares. The fact that he was going to have to split games at two different arenas for three years and uh, whether the bigger factor was the split on the Barkley side or the NYCD Live side, nobody will ever know, and I don't think that will ever come out. But one way or the other, um, that definitely, from early reports, did hurt the Islanders' chances to, to re-sign John to a long commitment here. Yeah, it, um, like you said with the Messier thing before, the Leafs haven't won a cup since 1967, right? Yeah, it'd be huge. Can you imagine John Tavares going home and leading his hometown Leafs where he grew up? Con- and he... Definitely a conquering hero situation. So it's Unbelievable. To- I mean, he tweeted a picture out after the signing of himself as a, as a, as a young adolescent you know, boy laying in bed covered in Toronto Maple Leaf comforter and a Toronto Maple Leaf pillow and... Could you imagine turning that into a Stanley Cup for his hometown lead? It'd be incredible. I think that was just too much of a too much of a lure to pass up, and something the Islanders just really, let's face it, couldn't offer him. It's a team with a lot of holes right now. Yeah. So that would have went sorry. down as one of the best transformation Tuesday photos of all time. Him sleeping <laughs> in the blankets, and then him holding the cup in the jersey. Yeah. Well, the yep. worst part of it is there's a, a ship from the Star Wars Episode One in there, so clearly he was a fan. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how how do you think the Islanders are gonna move forward after uh, not resigning their top prize? You know, I think in a in a in a very weak free agent market, I think that the only way you really can move forward is either, you know, stay the status quo and and look for a real struggling year <laughs> or you, or you go the trade route. Um, the problem with going the trade route and there's plenty of guys out there that are available, you know, Ryan O'Reilly or Temi Panarin. Uh, I haven't gotten to any word that they're involved in the Eric Carlson sweepstakes, but he's out there. Obviously um, there's, there's, you know, Jeff Skinner. Um, so there, there's guys out there. The problem is what tradable assets do you really have? Right. I mean, you know, Brock Nelson, has proven he can score 20 goals in, the, in this league, albeit inconsistently, and he plays, quote-unquote, soft. What value does he really have? You know, Josh Hosang, Michael Del Cole, I would think have too much value right now. So unless you're going to start dipping into your blue-chip pool, such as Kiefer Bellows or your 18 draft class uh, with a Noah Dobson, for instance, I really don't think they'd consider trading Oliver Wallstrom at this point, considering they stole him at 11. Um what real options do you have even for a major trade? I think that they're in a really tough situation right now, and they, they're probably in a goalie crisis at the worst possible time, given them how weak the market is. Um, so this year, depending on what Lou does, Lou's been known to work his magic before, and they'll have to work it again. Yeah, one of the things, you know, when we brought him in was 
finally a guy who knows how to run a team. Finally a, a guy who can run the team. And then to be able to go out and get Barry Trotz the day after they announce, basically the same day, um, ideally the Washington announces they're not re-signing him. You know, now you have a cup, a guy coming off a cup-winning team, and a guy who knows how to run it, has won what? what was it three cups in New Jersey that yeah. he yep, won? Yeah, in New Jersey. Yep. So you know, and they let's face it, those three cup teams had a goalie and a good defense. Up yep. front, they had just guys who were grinders, who just worked hard. So he knows how to build teams. It's just now we just have to see him do it here and in a New York market. Yeah, I think losing Tavares obviously is a setback. I think it's a setback for the organization optics-wise, right? I mean, if we look at what happened today, you know, the Islanders officially, although I think they lost him Friday night, um, the Islanders lost John Tavares. They see Carter Hutton, a free agent target who would have solidified them in the goal, take less money to go to Buffalo. They see David Perron spurn a matching offer to go to back to St. Louis. Uh, you see an anti Kadobin, who was another Islander target, sign away from them. Uh, it's just not it's not a good day. It's not a and good And you've got John and Moore as well. John Moore was another Islander target, correct, who decided to sign elsewhere. So it's just not a good look for the Islanders right now. Um, I don't know how long it's going to last, but at the end of the day, you have to trust in, in Lou Lamorello and Barry Trotz that they're not Garth Snow and Doug Waite. And that they have a plan and they're going to execute that plan and stick to that plan. And that in the long run, the Islanders will be all right. I mean, let's face it. It's, it's a tough day for fans. And I, I, I really do empathize with them during this. Cause, but I just, I don't see any other way you can really look at it. Um, I forgot who was talking on NHL radio, but I was listening to someone earlier who made a great point of Lou does not like those long-term deals. Like he really, really went into a really bad situation into Toronto and found people to actually take Phil Kessel's huge contract and mm-hmm. Dion Phaneuf's f- huge contract as well. You think that mm-hmm. at all played a factor in this? Like him not really... No, not at all. Maybe... No? I think as far away as Lou was in Toronto, he, he recognized and acknowledged the value that John Tavares had to the New York Islanders. And I, I don't think that contract length was ever an issue on anyone's side, whether it be Tavares, Brassans, or Lamarillos. I don't think that was ever an issue. I don't think money was ever an issue. You know, San Jose came in with a, an, an AAV around $13 million, which would have made him the highest paid player in the game. You know, the Islanders up their offer to $91 million, you know, 91 for 91 that whole thing. Um, the money wasn't an issue. It just, again, it, it turned out to be uh, a situation where, you know, Garth Snow really failed to surround Tavares with the talent to win, wasted those years, and he saw his one shot to go to his hometown Leafs in his prime when the Leafs are on the upswing, and he took it. You know, I think it's pretty ironic, right, that, you know, the Maple Leafs push Lamarillo out for Dubas, the Islanders grab Lamarillo and then the Leafs go and say, okay, well, you took Lou, we'll take John, right? It's almost like, it's so, it's so weird. It's so coincidental that things work out like that. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. So as we move forward, you mentioned um, the prospect pool is deep and promising. 
but yep. things at the at the NHL level aren't great. Is this just nope. Lou said in his introductory press conference? I hope the fans have patience. Is this just right. something we're going to have to be patient with? Yeah, uh, there's no other choice. You have to trust in the vision, uh, trust in Lemerillo's resume, and uh, say to yourself, you know, maybe at the end of the day, this all works out for the best. Maybe it doesn't, but I think to. Uh, you know, to start turning your allegiance against the organization and to start burning jerseys, that's just really going above and beyond, I think, what yeah. fans should be thinking right now. They have every right to be upset, and believe me, I, I totally... They need space to process this. It's a big, <laughs> a big letdown. It is. And Definitely. I think they need they need time and space to, to process it logically, and, and 99% of them will at some point. Uh, there's really not much more you can say to them on a day like today, though. You kind of just have to let them have it. They kind of just kind of have to let them have their day and then grieve how they're going to grieve. So, should we sign Barzell now, or are we like mentally prepared for this <laughs> to go on again? And like, what is it? Like, uh, two years? Boy, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, Barzal's. I'm pretty sure that Barzal, when he comes off his entry level contract, when Barzal comes off his entry level contract, he's going to be a restricted free agent. So there's not going to be um, that worry because we'll still control his rights. There's really nothing he could do at that point um, besides play for the Islanders or choose not to play, which he won't do that. But I believe, I believe, I'm not certain, but I believe that Barzal is also represented by Pat Brisson. So, okay, oh, um, that'll make things pretty interesting. Yeah, well, Pat Brisson is. I call him the Scott Boris right. of the NHL. He's got he's almost Scott a, exactly. He's got almost a billion dollars, I think, in NHL contracts. Um, he's a huge agent, and Must be rough. again, I think in this situation, <laughs> if you're, I think in this situation, if you're looking to point a finger at Pat Prasad, you should point it somewhere else because he did a fabulous job for his client. Yeah, he did what he's paid. Oh, definitely. Too. So, um, yeah, you are right, though. He is, you know, he's the guy who he knows what he's doing. That's what it really comes down yep. to. And, you know, people are going to start blaming his agent. It's not his agent's fault. At the end of the day, it's a decision for the for the player. Where does Absolutely. he want to go? Where does he want to have his family going? You know, like we mentioned, Tavares is getting married in like a month. So, you know, it comes down to where do they want to grow their life together? Do they want right. to spend eight months a year in New York? Also, but you're but you're sho- but you're feeding John's shoes. Obviously, we all grew up watching teams, favorite teams. We still have our favorite teams. And if you have the opportunity to go to the team that you grew up watching every waking moment growing up, you you, you got to do it. As as much as it pains us to say that, it's uh, the logical thing to do. It sucks, but you would all we would all do the same thing. If if the Giants for me, um, all Steve's teams because he likes every. Uh, it's like it's every everybody would want to go to that team that they grew up watching. Um, then with the Packers, Islanders, and Mets, we'd all if we were blessed to do these things, it would happen. We would have gone to those teams right away. So it's just one of those bittersweet moments that just sucks. I I do want to make think, one I think, point. I think I, you're I hitting the nail on the head there. I think that you know what um, what I was talking about just previously in in regards to um, fans' logic will eventually come around. I think they'll eventually come around to to what you just said perfectly. I think that's a very logical, uh, mature way to look at it. I, I think yeah, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, and like I said before, you have to give them 
you have to give them their time to grieve and, and process it. And some are going to process it uh, different than others. And that's okay. Not one person is wrong for processing it one way or the other. It's just, oh, no, eventually, eventually they'll come around to that way of thinking. Like, you know, I've, I, I said all along that, you know, John's fiance wasn't going to be the deciding factor, but she definitely was going to be a factor. And I don't think you can get away with that. I think that, you know, any of us who who are in relationships, whether it be married or not, know that it's you know it's 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 an issue one way or the other. It's 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 going to be an issue, and she's going to have a say in it. She should. And so, while she, while she wasn't the factor, I'm sure she was definitely in his ear a little bit, saying, "Look, this is where I'd want to go. I'm not telling you what to do, but this is what I think I would." Do. You got to give her that. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if given the choice that Andy would go play for the Dolphins right now, though. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Wow. <laughs> they could use a receiver. There. Oh, my goodness. You had up. to go there. Uh, the receiver. Least... I'm like five foot five, dude. What kind of receiver would I be? I wouldn't so even be a West slot Welker. guy. Him and Danny Amendola, bro. What are you talking about? I don't about? think West Welker and Amendola aren't five five, believe me. And, um, and they aren't as bad as I am. <laughs> Even with their problems, because the Leafs have issues on defense, you have to think they're at least toward the top of the league as a cup contender this year, correct? Um, I don't know. I mean, if you look at Morgan Riley and Jake Gardner, it's a pretty good one-two start right there. Um, yeah, oh. they have some work to do. They have some work to do from three to six, sure. Behind but it. yeah, yeah, I think I think Gardner and Riley is a really nice foundation there on defense. I think if they if they add a couple more veteran pieces, uh, again, they have the, they have the goaltending in Freddie Anderson. They obviously have the forwards, although it's going to be interesting to see them be able to keep all those forwards. You know, you do have Matthews, Marner, and Nylander all coming up for extensions within the next year or two. So it's going to be interesting to see how they manage the cap in that way. But like I said, they're, they're in a lot better win over the next three years position than the Islanders are, let's face it. That's just reality. See, my next question becomes Austin Matthews, who doesn't seem to be on the same page as Mike Babcock and mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be too happy that they let Lou go. So the question becomes, would you would, would you go after that RFA deal next year? <laughs> you, knew, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. I told you not to, I told you not to say it. Uh, I look, I don't, I'm not going to entertain any of those fantasies right now. I think it's, <laughs> if you're looking for, if you're looking for something to make you feel better about what happened today, unfortunately, I don't have the, I don't have that magic elixir for you. I think that, you know, there are sometimes, uh, like a couple of years ago when I lost, lost my beloved golden retriever, right? There's sometimes when you just have to let the hurt in, just let it hurt and eventually it fades away. But there's nothing magically you can do to take that away right now. Um, I think that entertaining a fantasy of offer sheeting Austin Matthews next year is, is I'm going to leave that at just what I said. It's a fantasy right now. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. So we'll let, the, we'll let the Coyotes handle that, so he can go. He can go home too. Yeah, um, yeah. Then <laughs> go back to Phoenix, who out of nowhere is spending tons of money. Um, so we did earlier our leadoff. Our question was, and I'm going to ask you this one before we let you go: Should people be like? basically be taking these players leaving to go as free agents or trades or whatever a lot less personal like does the jersey burning of jerseys need to stop yeah i think so i I think that the throwing of jerseys on the ice as well as the burning of jerseys and look i mean 
take your sports as seriously as you want it. At the end of the day, we're, we're not making millions of dollars to play a game. Um, and I think that from a player's perspective, I'm not going to say that they don't care about fans because they do. That would be irresponsible of me and probably factually incorrect to say. But when you get into a situation like we just saw with John Tavares, where he's making this kind of decision for his future, um, I don't think the fans, one way or the other, had an impact at all, right? Yeah. Because he's sitting back and having to take care of one and one A, and that's him and his fiance. Those are his concerns, and those should be his concerns, and that's exactly what he did. Um, so, again, while I will say that you know, players at the end of the day do care about, about the fans that, that show their allegiance, but in situations like this, they play zero factor. Fair enough. Um, so you're looking forward to February 28th or April 2nd more? The Coliseum or the Barkley visit for Toronto? Again, for me, it's <laughs> it really it's it's going to be an interesting night. Uh, I don't have a horse in this game, so for me, it's it's it doesn't you know I have to go out and do my job regardless. But for the fans, I think hopefully by then some of these feelings they're having today have faded and. Um, they could take the high road because the high road is always the best road. That I, that I will say. Listen, he's going to get a video tribute. Right. And he's everybody needs to be standing up and clapping for him when he returns. Oh, he's going to get booed during the video, but he'll get one. Yeah, I can't say whether he will or won't. At this point, it's too far out in the future, I think, even for the organization to be thinking about that. Yeah. All right, Andy. Anything uh, you want to plug a little? No, sir. Thanks for having me on, as always. I truly appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you, Andy. Make sure you follow him, Andy Graz underscore right, WFAN. Make sure you're giving him a follow. Thanks, Andy. Enjoy the rest of your Take summer. Care. You too. Welcome back to the SD Podcast. You just listened to Violence in the Season. Uh, thanks once again to Andy Graziano for coming on and uh, spending a couple minutes with us. I know it's been a crazy couple of days with Tavares. So let's bring another uh, key, uh, key all star to the forefront. And now it's the NBA's turn with LeBron James. Uh, everybody's thinking he's going to LA. Uh, that's where he lives most of the time. So it's going to be interesting to see, does he go to the Lakers within the next couple of days or another team swoops in and uh, woos him? Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I think he's going to the Lakers. It's just one of those things they've been rumored a long time. But the only problem is Paul George stayed with the Thunder. So it's going to be interesting to see how they get the Ducks in a row. I'm just happy his they- barber told us. If you didn't notice, it was actually Paul George's barber who told us that he's staying in. Oh, really? Oh. All right, I, mi- I missed that. I just <laughs> um, saw a video. Did anybody else get the millions of tweet uh, things about Russell Westbrook's party yesterday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I saw a report this morning that LeBron is announcing his decision on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. There go. He, already know- he already knows. He knows. He made a decision and he's announcing Yo, Can you imagine so that, that, that he drops the bomb and goes to OKC? <laughs> so that means that means he's going. To, that means he's going to the Lakers. Obviously, um, I'm not going to say that, obviously on that. 
not I'm obviously because he met, he's meeting likely. with the other teams. He already decided. No, he, no, already. no. His his agent, no, his agency. He's not meeting with the Sixers. Right. His people. His agency is meeting with the other teams. Yeah. To see oh. what they can offer to possibly see if yeah. the decision is going to change. He knows where he's going. It's just a matter of yeah. Will that decision? I think, but Philly also announced that? they're not the the three. Um, Simmons, uh, Embiid, and who's the other, the point guard? Fultz. Fultz. They said those three are untouchable players for anything when it comes Can to any situation. Can you imagine the drama between LeBron James and, uh, uh, ball, the balls? If- I, I can only imagine. I think he goes <laughs> to I'm gonna LA. I'm telling you right now, if he, if LeBron go, if LeBron says cut him, they will. Oh, definitely. Oh, obviously. They wouldn't I even think- hesitate. And the other go, thing is about yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Uh, are they going to rekindle their friendship? Oh, after... I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, they have to trade for Kawhi. Maybe they'll trade Isaiah. They're no, trade I, think, Isaiah. I think they have to trade for Kawhi now because yeah. of the whole uh, Paul George situation. If, right, you so they're hear, gonna, if you hear Isaiah is all, going in that package. If you hear – no, Spurs already said they don't want him. Yeah, no, they they don't want ball. They said they they said the reason they haven't pulled the trigger Levar, is ball. Lavar and you imagine Lavar and Pop. Oh my God! That's no, crazy. I'm saying and I'm then saying, when Becky Hammond Lonzo, takes over next you. year, <laughs> and then Becky Hammond's going to take over next year. So I'm saying Isaiah is getting traded to San Antonio. Oh, not oh, oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. yeah. Um, okay. just for popcorn reasoning, I would love to see Ball and and Popovich together. Jesus. That'd be hilarious. Uh, but um, but that's pretty much the the, the building block with um, with uh, the NBA free agency, especially with LeBron. So the the puzzle pieces will slightly fall after that. The, in on the Nick front, um, they Cantor signed into his twenty uh, his uh, eighteen million dollar contract. He's making Good the Knicks great again. Yeah, he's making the Knicks great again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it is what it is, honestly. The Knicks are just, they just got to build with the young players. They just got to stick with this young group of guys and just see what they got. They just got to stick with that. And all you Knicks fans that are at the draft, the Knicks couldn't draft Michael Porter Jr. Just the Knicks history the last couple years, proving the fact that he was probably missing this entire season because of his back injury, you got to go with the quote-unquote more safe pick compared to the two. Obviously, the guy from Villanova that went after the, the Knicks pick, Bridges, would have been a little bit more safer, but Knox looks like he can be a good player. He played in Kentucky for one year, so he has a lot. to be over with. What do you mean? The one, oh, the one and done. Oh, yeah. We we all know how awful it is, Um, but... Let's see what happens with it. Like, I don't know why. It's like with the Jets at the draft back in the day when it was at Rock, uh, Radio City or the Garden. The Jets fans would just boo to, for the sake of booing. That's what the Knicks turn Nick fans are doing. And it's dumb as hell. It's just like, why boo? Half of us don't watch college basketball. And half of us don't know because all these players are majority of the time one and done. God knows this kid can grow a couple more inches. He could be seven foot and he could, I'm not saying it, but he could be a Kevin Durant type of player because of his height and skill. Hey, if we fall in the F falls in our laps, you're going to say we're not going to want that. Oh, so let's see what happens with that. Um, 
Well, you guys, are you guys happy with the Knox pickup? I'm sure I, I, I was okay with it. I'm not mad or I'm, I'm not a happy. huge college bet. Yeah, you know, like it, I can it, watch exactly. the NFL draft and be able to tell you if a pick is good Same. or not. Same. When it comes to the NBA, it's like you're just I'm just whoever they drafted means nothing to me because they're either getting Ex- cut, traded, or released within a, Ex- within two years. Exactly. You got to realize when it comes to the NBA, the NBA rosters change every year. Oh yeah, you definitely. can literally have thirteen new players on every team every year. Oh yeah, definitely. It's and this is LeBron's. And I saw an art. I think it was an article today or yesterday. This is on LeBron James too for making this a thing, because he took advantage that first time as a free agent and was like, "I'm going to go wherever I want." Now players are like, "All right, if he can go wherever he want, I get to choose where I get to play." Well, you don't build through the draft in the NBA. You just don't. Yeah, yeah like, uh, you don't. You yeah. don't. But you you build tra- you, unless you get lucky and get players. one of these guys. Yes, yeah, so one of these days the Knicks are going to be lucky. Well, like like the Sixers are. Like the Sixers have, you know, they get basically when you're bad enough four years in a row, one of them is going to be good, and they got a couple good ones. So, I, I, you know, I I think it's a lot harder to build through the draft. Yes, I just hope. They they play Nikina. They play the Trey Burks. They play the Moutiers. I I don't like Moutier. Nikina is whatever. But well, yeah, why we got we got to see much? we we got to see what these guys have, especially if Porzingis is not going to play until January. And we and with Knox, he's a top ten pick. You, you got to play him right away. It, you just got to see what these guys have. And I like the Tisdale pick uh, coaching move. Is KP going to be out that long? That's what they're saying. I uh, he's jumping off yachts with beautiful models, so I don't know. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I, I, as of right now, everybody's saying that. I I just hope that KP was so affected by Melo, and we all know how much of, of a guy Melo is. I just it's scary. With I can't give KP the keys to the kingdom. I, I just can't do it. Yeah, um, it scares me a lot. With KP being that he's he's a scrawny guy, so like when he comes yeah. down on a rebound, it's a scary thing. It's just uh, yeah. big men with foot problems. It doesn't go well, and we've already seen it. Yeah, I mean, obviously it, this this is a knee, but he's had foot problems in the past. Yes, yeah, so I just, I just would love to see these young kids because obviously this year coming up is his last year, yeah, 2019. We could hopefully try to woo. Kyrie Irving, maybe we get a couple of these guys ready to go, and then we are on that that trajectory up a little bit, and Kyrie will want to come, definitely come here. And then, unfortunately, he's another guy with his injury problems. But let's see what happens. He still will be in his prime, and we could meet I mean, with KP and those guys if that God willing. If LeBron, if the LeBron thing goes the way we think it's going to go, if you're Kyrie, I never leave the Eastern Conference. Oh, because definitely. It's a walkthrough right. to the NBA Finals. Yeah, right. I don't get LeBron going to the Lakers. I, I don't know. I don't get it either. If he goes to LA, the Celtics are walking to the Finals. Uh, no, the, oh, Sixers, oh, this is, oh, the Sixers will give him a fight. That'll be a good series. But I still think it's the Celtics. I think another year with the Sixers learning on everything like that, I think. It's going to be obviously between those two. Teams. Right, it'll be a good series, but they'll walk to the Eastern Conference Finals, no doubt. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So and and maybe on the plus side, LeBron won't lose that many more NBA Finals because <laughs> no, he, he won't get there. Right. Yeah. yeah, now he won't get there. 
It's literally then, becoming then, a West Coast also, league. Like, there's no well, point to having been, an East Coast. It's been that way for the last 20 years. Other than the couple years the Heat ran. If you look at it, it's always been a Western Conference league since Jordan left. Well, yeah. Lakers and Spurs and... Um, I mean, do we want to even get into the Mets? Well, let, let's just skip Andy, them. Let's, Andy actually let's... just posted a uh, Kimber, the Islander PA, PR guy. New York Islanders would like to thank John Tavares for everything he has done for the franchise throughout the past nine seasons. John has achieved great individual success on the ice as well as devoting a tremendous amount of his time and energy to the community. We wish him and his family the best. From Lou Lamarnell. Class all the way like we figured. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, to be said. Um, let's say forget the Mets because they're a dumpster fire. We're, we're nice Are we trading? Oh, here you go. DeGrom, Noah... Still on the team next year? Uh, unless, unless the deal is, uh, if if it's an offer you can't refuse, I will do it. But if it's not an offer I can't refuse, I'm gonna um, they're say on they're, the team next year. They're both on the team next year. I but I think so too. Wheeler, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, John Lester homered. Wait, wow. I didn't <laughs> know he swung. Nice. <laughs> Nice, nice. I, I, I uh, just saw on Twitter that John Lester hit a homer. Um, Yabo. I, I, yeah, I don't know if um, Matt and or Wheeler, one of them might be gone, but I don't think Jake or Noah go. Ving, you and I had this conversation the other day. Um, well, I'll go fuck uh, myself then. You should. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically we, we talked about this, all of us, before the season, that we had five starting pitchers. Three of them need to be on the team by the end of the year. We need a three of them to step up. Well, three of them yeah. need to be good. I don't know. Right. About well, two the of them. Three two of them, them have. Two of them are going to be Noah and Jacob. It was a question mm-hmm. of who was going to slide in as the third guy. The other two had to be tradable because of yeah. the depth that we have at starting pitching. Recently, they've been kicking ass, man. Willer and Matt have been playing real well the last my, couple of My thing weeks. is you may want to hold on to both of them. Unless you're yeah, really I'm... looking to build completely, maybe well, hold on and see. Maybe you may get more during the offseason. You get you have three facets of a team, right? You have an offense, you have a starting pitching, and you have bullpen. One of them facets is figured out. I don't know if you want to unfigure that out to try to figure out one of the other ones, if you get what I'm saying. Yo, yeah. I, like I said, they, they would have to give me an offer that I can't refuse for either Noah or DeGrom. Um, if it's if there's not a, the guy that we can build a team around for the next couple of years in an outfielder or an infielder position, I'm not even you know, worth considering having my time. Oh, uh, if I was a general manager of the Mets, because honestly, it's not worth our time and energy, especially since both of these guys are under contract next year for the cheap. Um, for the next two years, at yeah, least. the next at least two years. Um. Yeah, it's done. It's gonna be a frustrating rest of the season. But uh, if there's a, if the offer is not there, I, I would I would not I would not consider it twice. It's got to be a blown out of the. And they, I keep hearing the Brewers are gonna be active. I, I, I could see them trading Wheeler or Mats once to the Brewers. I don't know if the Brewers have the the Brewers just traded all their prospects for Yelich, didn't they? I don't know. So like, uh, 
I'm sorry, not only did he hit a bomb, he went oppo. <laughs> this is where we're at in our lives that John Lester is hitting home runs. John Lester went oppo on a home run. Um, he has the Benny Agbayani tried around the base. The Yankees are having... <laughs> the Yankees are uh, pretty unstoppable at the moment. They're um, getting, Michael Fulmer is going to be on the Canyon of Heroes. Do you think? Celebrating a World Series. Sonny Gray said yesterday... We're the best team in baseball four to five days, and then I go out there. Well, at least he knows. I, if that, first of all, that kind of self awareness is is uh, encouraging, and he's right. They have to go out and add a pitcher. It could be Michael Fulmer. It could be I don't know Cole Hamels or somebody. Yeah, no, it's. It's with Michael Palmer, one of those guys that just has to I just don't understand why people are still talking about Cole Hamels. I don't know. Is he good? I I think with Cole Hamels is the fact that they are so used to the history of Cole Hamels being able to play in the playoffs and win a World Series. So I think the luster of that is a factor for Yankee fans wanting him. But as you can see, he's... Getting, well, how how is he doing with the Rangers a, recently? He's not doing. He's four and six with a three six one ERA. He's not and that's with the, and that's with the shitty team. All right, he's not a bad team. He's got a three six one ERA. He's got uh, ninety seven strikeouts, ninety seven uh, innings. He's doing fine. Because Sonny Gray cannot pitch at Yankee Stadium for whatever it's worth, and they they he granted he won't be starting any crucial playoff games. I would do we not see that happening. Case. Um, but no, they don't have the wild card game. That's why. Well, they might. Oh, they're not. They gonna might. Have the wild card game. You think the Red Sox are going to beat the Red Sox after the division? I think they're going to be. I think they're going to end up. It's going to come down to that last weekend. I. Oh, I, definitely, I'm, definitely. I mean, I could very much see them having to play a wild card game at home against the Mariners. I or imagine it's, it's somehow the Mariners win a division, we get an Astros Yankees wild card game. That would be absurd. But the honestly, the world wouldn't be. Insane. The the rate that these two teams are going on, this pace is like whoever plays in the wild card game, they're going to be at least ten to fifteen, at least ten games better than the wild card team, right? right. And that's crazy. Which also how- means you'll be able to line up the fact that Luis Severino's pitching that game, and I like the Yankees' chances. But but do you want? Would you would you want Severino start that game? Well, you can't. Yeah. You can't you count. Yeah, you yeah. Thinking more of the fact of what would happen if they had to play the game 163 situation. That would be a crazy scenario too. Who, well, how would I would be? I would love to see what the Red Sox and Yankees would do well, on that series. At that point, do you again, go. All right, it's official. Today's just weird. What happened now? I don't have my phone on me. Oh, I'm just on Facebook, and it, apparently there's a unicorn flavored Dr Pepper now. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Was that necessary? <laughs> yeah. I'm just so lost at what's happening today. Hey, Steve, pretty bird. Pretty bird. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm, I'm completely convinced today is just a dream. If you're the <laughs> Yankees or the Red Sox and you have to play a, a, a 163rd game for the division, you, you go out all out on that game. You don't want to have oh, to. Oh, well, you, you, you need to. Yeah. You, I mean, you don't want to have to go play another one. And then the loser of that game is going to have a real, real rude awakening with their. But the thing with the Red Sox, they're they're more inept to take handling that situation 
because yeah. their pitching staff's better. All right, they have price and sale. Even as though... long as his price doesn't play at Yankees versus the Yankees, he's fine. Right, exactly. He's fine besides against everybody but the Yankees. So you pitch sale against the Yankees. Tonight is uh, Severino against Price. As so, of right now, David Price. Maybe he gets uh, well, he gets his shit. flu again. Or no, carpal tunnel for playing too much Fortnite. That's the rumor going around. Wait, oh, they right. benched him for tonight? <laughs> no, 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 I was being I was being time. funny. I was being last, funny. The last time when he he had some kind of issue and couldn't face it was the carpal game. tunnel syndrome. He had a flare up of carpal tunnel. Is the because he plays why. too much Fortnite. That was a joke, but obviously. Oh, I actually thought you guys were being serious. With everything going on tonight, I don't... I'm, well, there was We're, there we're having any... Unicorn pe- Dr. Pepper and... No, the, the carpal tunnel flare-up is actually valid, because that happened last start. Um, the... There was an NHL player who they said, an unnamed NHL prospect, a first-round level pick. Yeah, because he plays too much Fortnite, and they don't... And they, they're like, he's ruining his life, apparently. <laughs> They put it's like, world, it's like world of Warcraft all over again. Yeah, it really is. They they put they put a nine year old. It was in the news. A nine year old is in um, rehab for video game addiction. Uh huh. I believe I love, it. I love it. I believe it. Listen, I think. Well, there was like I saw an article. The headline was: I play twenty three hours a week of video games. Bro, in the summer, that was a light week. Honestly, back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I play I would, twenty. I play a good eighteen hours of Madden in a day. Are you kidding me? Easy. Anyway, um, well, that was. Yeah, well, back in the day. I don't yeah, even know if I want to get NHL this year anymore. Summer vacation. <laughs> I, listen, I don't even. I haven't bought Madden in two years. I'm getting old. I think yeah. I'll get Madden this year and see what happens. And then the week after I don't play it, I'm just going to oh, turn it. Oh, what's called? I saw, I'm sure it was uh, fake and the Penn State fans making the covers. Are they bringing back college NCAA football again? For, I don't, they've been they saying it for the last five years that they're bringing it back. I don't think so. Oh, man. I got my hopes out when I saw Barkley on the cover. Uh, all right. Oh, well. I mean, we got to get Jason to play with us, Steve, so I could beat him with Army again. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, um, but, anything else? No, uh, just hopefully the Mets just string a couple wins together and just make just us watchable. more happy. Yeah, yeah just, just be, be watchable. watchable. I still find a way to put on the game even every night, even though I right. don't want to at we, some we're, point. We're watching it as we record right now. Well, at least I am. I, I, I am too. TV's off. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, what else we got? Nothing. Not really. Facebook, Twitter, S- Instagram, SND Podcast, uh, SND Blog. We have a new blogger. Yes. We're, we're uh, working on getting this new blogger started. Oh, working on it. Um, should be happening soon. Um, so be on the lookout for that. SNDblog.com, SND Podcast channel, of course. Anything else we got? No, that's about it. Enjoy your baseball, uh, NBA, and NHL free agency. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks to preview the NFL training camp. Can't wait.